we would like to remind our listeners that the following program contains strong language, dirty humor, and alcohol consumption. It's also got a lot of witty observations and thoughtful debates about global politics. You thought I was serious. That's adorable. This is Zulaplex, not Frasier. Hope you're ready for all the ball jokes and internet memes. Hey, Mike, listen to this. What? What is it? Apparently, China held a surprise election last night after one of their ministers passed away. Really? Yeah, they announced the results this morning in Longdong. Huh. Neat. Yeah. You know what else is going on in Longdong? Oh, God. I don't know. What are you doing tonight? I hate you. (laughs) So much. You'll walk right into it every time, buddy. And so the reports of China's surprise election turned out to be a hoax. In other news, today the city of Cityville grants honorable pardon to Norville Greenenbachen. What? Mr. Greenenbachen was held for several months in Cityville County Jail, awaiting trial for his alleged involvement with the infamous Chinese massacre last year. For a while, the press called him Norville Manson, rather unoriginal, but still relevant. After his trial was delayed several times, Greenenbachen was acquitted immediately after pleading not guilty. The judge personally took a moment to apologize on behalf of Cityville for the cruel and unusual punishment Mr. Greenenbachen was put through, now sure that his involvement in the massacre was purely circumstantial and that he had no part in any of the cult's violent activities. When asked what he had planned on the way out of the courtroom, Mr. Greenenbachen claimed what he looked forward to most was going to see a movie. In other news, does breakfast cereal set your kid up for a life of drugs? You'll be surprised just why they call it Sugar Smacks. I already saw that story on BuzzFeed. The twist is, it's meth. Weren't you listening? That nutcase from the butter cult is being let go. Yeah, and he's gonna go see a movie. Just how fucked up his priorities. I'd I'd, I'd call my family first. (sighs) Andy, where do you go to see movies? Uh, at a movie theater? Duh. I'm not an idiot. And where exactly are we working right now? Ah, shit. That could be a problem. You think? Oh man, this is bad. Where's Larry? We gotta warn Larry. It's his day off. Would you relax? There's gotta be, like, 50 movie theaters in this city. Who says he's gonna come here? Yeah, but when was the last time any kind of nutcase went to any other movie theater but here? Charles Manson went to that place across town in the 60s. I mean, it's their claim to fame. They got photos of him on the wall. Michael, why are you doing that? Ah, he's worried because that green and barking guy might be coming here. Who? The guy from the Union Strike slash Cult Massacre a few months back? You saved Casey's life? Casey's life has too little significance for me to remember saving it. You yelled at a bunch of weirdos in robes about why God sucks. Ah, that. Maybe he and his Jonestown friends can fill Theater 5. Oh, by the way, do you think you could be- already stopped listening, Andrew. When will I ever get a nod from that guy? I mean, seriously, I'm in college now. I'm sorting my life out. Can he cut me some slack? Who are you to even talk about college? You moved into Ray's place over a week ago, and you haven't said a word about it. Have you even been going to your classes? Well, duh, of course I've been going to class. And as you can see, with the introduction of ribbon microphones in public broadcasting, will someone please wake him up? I used to pity you for taking out a student loan, Andy. Not anymore. Funny, my loan officer said the same thing as I was signing the contract. Whatever. I'm taking concessions. And whatever you do, Andy, if Norville Greenenbachen shows up here, do not sell him a ticket. Yeah, sure, whatever. Hey, what can I get you? Hi, can I get my ticket to the biopic of Arnold Schwarzenegger? I pre-booked online under Norville Greenenbachen. Uh, Lee, would you say that me giving a ticket to someone who already paid for it would be the same as me selling them the ticket? 
Did you already pay for it? Did you already pay for it? Yeah, I paid for it when I booked it. He did. Then no. Yay! Plausible deniability! Can I see the printout? That's really not how plausible deniability works. Here's your ticket. Much obliged. You know, I've heard good things about this one. Apparently, it's Oscar-worthy. Yeah, everyone thought Martin O'Malley actually had a chance. Fair enough. Uh, excuse me, uh, are you open? Yeah, sure, what can I... Oh, shit, it, it's, uh, it's you. Have we met somewhere? Kind of, I had to rescue my friend from being killed by your cult. Oh, God, that was a nightmare. Would it help if I said I was sorry? Somehow I don't believe you. You must be smart, then. Everyone usually does. I'll bet that's why you're out here after just pleading not guilty. I'll admit that things got out of hand that day faster than anyone. But I didn't put anyone up to it. By now I've learned that it doesn't matter if people blindly believe me or they never trust me again. I know the truth in my heart, and that's all that really matters. Can, can I buy these M&Ms, please? For you, that's $4.50. I understand. Thank you. Larry is really, really lucky he's not in today. Are you sure? I can come in any time. For God's sake, Larry, this is your first day off in over a month. You don't have to come in just because of this Norville guy. We can handle it. All right, all right, as long as you're sure. He may have been acquitted, but a bunch of us were... Well, we were there. We saw what his boys were capable of. We'll be fine, Larry. If we need to whack anybody, we've got Drake to do it. (laughs) All right, well, if you're sure, then I'll go. Now, please do. Don't spend every minute of your day off calling your boss, okay? Go do something that isn't work-related for once. Have fun! You know how to do that, right? What can I say? It's always really been about the job for me. That's good and all, but remember, you're not working today. (laughs) All right, all right, I remember. Good luck, Pete. You too, Larry. Take care. Take care. Okay, boss wants me to have fun. Fun, fun, what can I do around here that's fun? Wow, this is a very boring apartment, I now realize. Billy takes the fun out of functional. (laughs) Ooh, pizza rolls! Those are fun! Okay. Ow! Ah! Hot! Mm. Ah, whew. Now what to do while those are cooling off? Mm. I guess I could take another shower. Oh, thank fuck! Coming, coming! Please be a Jehovah's Witness. Hi, hello there! It's nice to see you. Good morning, Lawrence. Hi. Aren't you going to invite me in? Yeah, sure. Please come in. It's been a long time. Yeah? Five years. Surely five years warrants a hug, doesn't it, son? I guess so, Dad. You haven't had a haircut in a while, have you? Yeah, I I, I like it this way. Only hippies and layabouts have long hair, Lawrence. It makes you look feminine. It makes me look approachable and personable. It makes me feel comfortable, and it helps around work. Yes, work. At the Zulaplex, right? You've certainly done your research. 
Well, my only son running away and moving to another state out of the blue certainly explains my curiosity. What's that smell? Uh, oh, uh... Pizza rolls. They're fun. Would you like one? Uh, I'm sure I'll be fine. Find me a chair, Lawrence. Uh, oh, sure, sure. And... Dad, it's, uh... It's Larry now. You've always been Lawrence to me. That's what we christened you, so it's who you'll always be. I see. <clears throat> I don't suppose you just came to say hi. Your mother's been worried sick about you, Lawrence. I want to know why you left. I... don't know what to tell you, Dad. It's what had to be done. Don't give me that. What had to be done would have meant going through the proper channels, packing bags, hiring a moving truck, telling your parents what you were planning or where you were even going, identifying the steps to get what you want. That was what I taught you. What you did was abandon everything and uproot your entire life. Do you have any idea how much stress your mother suffered? Apparently a lot, since she's not here with you. She's on speed dial, number three. Go right ahead. That's what I thought. Can I get you a drink? Just some water. What are you looking for, Dad? You know what I'm looking for, Lawrence. Where's your pill bottle? Top right cabinet. Just move your hand up and a little to the left. It's empty. I was just about to run and get it refilled. It says this was last filled in 2012. I think they made a mistake printing the braille. Lawrence? What do you want me to say, Dad? I don't need them anymore. That's not for you to decide. It's Dr. Rosenberg's call. Yeah, well, Dr. Rosenberg is in Connecticut, not Cityville. So is the rest of your life. My life is here now, Dad, and it's the one I made myself. <sighs> I can see that. That's why you're growing your hair out, working at a multiplex for $13 an hour, not taking your pills. For God's sakes, Lawrence, you're eating pizza rolls out of a microwave. This was the exact opposite of what we wanted for you. I didn't teach you everything I know to see you end up here. As opposed to what? Living in a penthouse apartment you paid for, constantly doped up, and getting a job at your company just because I'm your son? Well, you'd have a business degree from Yale as well. Oh, right. Yale. Because, of course, no one was ever happy without a degree from good old Yale. An institution that was just founded on promoting happiness. I never said you couldn't be happy. Well, yeah, Dad. You kinda did. Why are you here? I talked to some people back home, old alums. They're willing to put you back on your course again. All past mistakes forgiven and forgotten. All you have to do is sign and you can be back starting tomorrow. Dad, what are you saying? I'm saying I want you to go back to Yale, finish your education, and start at the family business like we planned, now that you've had your adventure in Cityville. Lawrence, I want you to come home. <laughs> That's the door closed. At least he's in there, and not out here. Yeah, yeah, there's no possible threat he poses in a dark room, surrounded by stupid people. Oh, wait. Come on, Mike, give us a little credit. It's just a guy in a theater watching a movie. He won't do anything, especially the same day he was released. I'm allowed to be sore about what happened. Well, actually, I think he may be a little more entitled to that than you. Huh? Mike! Ah! <laughs> God damn it, every time I never see the hug coming. I came as soon as you called, Mike. Morning, Caroline. Hi, Casey. How's that new scarf treating you? Fine, fine. 
The color fades easily, though. Yeah, they'll do that. Casey, get off me! <coughs> Aren't you supposed to be at work? I took a personal day. It's winter clothes in February. Who's gonna even notice? Casey! Hey, Mike, we got a tiny problem at the bar. Oh, gee, just when my day couldn't get any better. What's the problem? Yeah, the tap's not working. Which tap? It's a bar. There's like six taps. The Perlman Harbor Pale Ale. I think it's clogged. <sighs> Alright, I'll go check it out. Ray, keep Casey occupied. Wait, Ray! Wait, no, 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 no! Oh, Ray, you have no idea how much I've missed you. You call me literally every day. Yeah, but I miss your body heat, too. Get off me! Right, sure, sure. Hug allergic little shit. <sighs> So what's the big deal with this guy? Mike's being overprotective, I guess. Even if Drake won't admit it, he did save my life that day. And I guess Mike blames this guy for the whole thing. Well, it was his fault. I mean, yeah, but it's not like he meant for it to happen. <sighs> so what's on today? Oh, mainly just the Arnie biopic all the critics have been crazy about. Ooh, I've been meaning to see that. Think people mind if I sneak a few minutes? Door's already closed, Casey. You need a key to get in. Oh, don't worry. I just stole yours. God damn it, Casey. Why are you coming? Are you as interested in seeing the Terminator naked as I am? No, I want to keep an eye on you. You're a liability to have around. Aw, you do care. In a world where Arnold Schwarzenegger films don't exist yet, and California never had a governor who talks like this. Get to the chopper! Arnold Schwarzenegger was 20 years old. Well, there's a strong start. Huh, turns out he got better looking as he aged. Who the guest? Hey, look, there he is. Who, where? Norville Greenenbachen. He's the guy in the middle, in the blue coat. Oh man, do you think he can see us? Nah, probably not from here. Well good, cause I am checking him out. If that's what cult leaders look like, I gotta rethink my religious beliefs. Not funny, Casey. Penis! It's not Penis! What? <sighs> They're doing that thing Penis. where they go out in public and start daring each other to shout obscene things. Penis. Looks like everybody's getting pissed off. It just means someone's gonna throw them out and we won't have to. Penis! Okay, that's enough. Will you two please pipe down? Uh-oh. What? What's wrong? We're not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, you must be hearing things, man. This movie's bad enough without you acting like children, so can you please be quiet and just let me try to enjoy it? What? You don't like the movie? Are you kidding? This dialogue is terrible. It's factually inaccurate and the lead is a hack. You know, he's right. Can you get a load of this? I can't believe I actually like this piece of garbage. Wait, what? No, you, you are all enjoying it. Don't change your opinion because of mine. We were enjoying it, but now you said all that, I hate it. Just look at that guy. He doesn't look a thing like Arnie. This movie sucks. I can't believe I wasted my money on a ticket. We all wasted our money. Let's go get it back. Hey, no, stop! What are you doing? Thanks for setting us straight, dude. This movie's shit, and we're not gonna rest until it and this place are burned to the ground. Penis! That's not what I meant! Oh, this can't be happening again! Oh god, oh god! We gotta get out of here. Don't have to tell me twice. Guys, we've got a problem. What's going on in there? It's Norval again! What is his deal? He said something bad about the movie, and now everyone hates it and wants to tear the place apart. Uh, Mike? Drake? Barricade the door. We gotta keep them all inside. Elise, turn off the movie! Pete? What are we gonna do? I have no idea, Ray, but we're gonna need Larry's help.
You don't want to answer that? It doesn't matter, Dad. It can wait. It might be important. This is more important. Who's calling you, Lawrence? Just someone. Someone who? Does that matter right now? Maybe it does if they're so keen on getting a hold of you. It's someone from work. You know, at my job that I have here in Cityville. That's right, your job. You're a $13 an hour job at a multiplex. There you go again, proving just how thoroughly you already know my life. How how long have you known I was here? Long enough. It only takes so long to find where one Lawrence Crawford disappears and another pops up. I could have someone walk into the last place you declared as your place of work on the census, casually ask you some questions, then relay what you say to me. I could call your neighbors, your landlord, anyone. This is America. Do you think anyone's going to have a hard time finding one man? <laughs> so you've been spying on me. I identify the steps to get what you want, right? Yeah, well, you identified wrong. I make $19 an hour, not 13 and it'll be more in even just over a month. I'm a supervisor, a respected veteran employee. And I actually like my job, and the people I work with. $19 an hour, really? That's impressive. That must really be worth turning away from a free Ivy League education and a starting 60000 a year salary. I'm not leaving what I have for what you want, Dad. You know, a lot of people would kill to have that kind of opportunity. Don't do that. Stop it. Stop what, Lawrence? Telling you the truth? I know what you're doing, Dad. You're doing your... THING again. You're guilting me, you're teasing me, you're trying to sell me a life. You're doing it because it's what you've done all your career, and it's what you taught me to do. It's what you made me do. I taught you how to succeed, Lawrence. I taught you how to get ahead. You taught me how to manipulate people, Dad. You taught me to get whatever I wanted, no matter what I had to do or who I had to hurt. Identify the steps to get what you want, remember? Remember how everything I ever did, you told me I had to do to advance my career? I never had any friends. Because you told me they'd never get me anywhere. They were a waste of my time. I never said that. I always taught you to treat people with respect. No, 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 no. Don't twist your own words around. You taught me to respect the people who could get me further. Respect everyone, as long as they're useful. Like how you smooth-talked every teacher I ever had into treating me like the class star. If I had my way, you never would have been in public school at all. I wanted to have you homeschooled, but your mother wouldn't have it. She said you needed to be around people. She wanted me to have friends, Dad. But you never let anything like that happen. Ever. You weren't like the others. You had more going for you than they did. I wanted you to grow beyond the rest of the narcissistic, self-entitled millennials. Don't give me that me-me generation bullshit. I was seven. I was a child. A lonely, sad child. With no one to talk to but you. But every time I tried to talk to you, what did you say? Sorry, son. Daddy's working, and so should you be. As long as I was under your roof, I never earned the right to have an opinion. I never made enough money to deserve being listened to. That's how it felt, Dad. You are being so ungrateful. I worked hard to help you progress. I worked myself to the bone to give you the very best. I put you through school, Lawrence. I got you your first job! <laughs> yeah, shining shoes for all your corporate friends, and hanging their coats in the company cloakroom while you spouted on about how great my grades were. And let's not forget all the summers I spent pouring coffee for all your assistants and refilling the copiers in your offices. You really pulled out your best hands for those, Dad. I felt like I was the president. That was a bad experience at establishing your credibility! I've established my own now, Dad. By being a decent person, not just using people to further some bullshit career. This is not what I wanted for you. You're my son, and you deserve the best. Yeah? And what is the best? Huh? 
Walking around in fancy suits every day just because we can? Living in huge houses with empty guest rooms and eating expensive food just because it's expensive? Is that what my life was meant to be? Huh? Certainly better than living in this dingy little city, eating fast food out of our microwave and working for an hourly wage when you have the opportunity to achieve so much more than that! Stop that, Dad! I mean it! You're getting worked up, Lawrence. You should still be on your medication. Why do you think I'm worked up? Do you really think it's because I'm not on those pills anymore? No, it's because you know you deserve better than this. I think you know there's more out there waiting for you to take it, but you're too scared to listen. You don't want that kind of responsibility, so you'd rather work in a multiplex than live in a tiny apartment. You don't think you can handle the life I prepared you for. You're scared. That's why you ran away. That's why you disappeared. That's not it at all. If you really knew me, then you'd understand. I know you inside and out, or at least I used to, before you abandoned us. Five years, and I can't even tell who you are anymore. You've got my son's voice and all of my son's problems, but you're not the young man I raised. Why are you still here, Dad? Because under the ridiculous haircut and all of that fear and anger, the real you is still in there. This is the real me. It always has been. No matter how hard you tried to change it. That's not you, Lawrence. Maybe you just need time to figure that out. Until this tiny little life of yours drives you nuts and stagnates around you. Then maybe you'll realize what I'm offering you. As long as it's another five years or more, I'll be happy to wait and see. Fine. I'll leave. Where's my cane? On the table to your left. The door's right behind you. Thanks. Dad! Dad! Oh, God, are you okay? I don't know. I think I twisted my ankle. God! God! Oh, God, that hurts! No, Dad. Pete, what the hell are we supposed to do? They're going insane in there. I, I don't know! Larry's not answering the phone! Forget Larry. He's not here, and we are. What can we do? I, I don't know, right? Casey, what happened in there? It, it all happened so fast. There were these assholes in there shouting stuff, and then he got up and started yelling at them. Then he said the movie was bad, and they all went with it. They just started hating it because he did? I don't know. Maybe. I don't understand. Who is this guy? He's a nutcase, that's who. That massacre last year, he was the one who started it. He didn't start it, Mike. It started around him. What? You believe him? Kinda, yeah, cause, uh, I was there. Wait, that's it. Before the protests, he was a union president, right? Yeah, so? So, he had to be elected. People made him the guy in charge. He manipulates people, don't you get it? But? What if he doesn't? What? What if he's like Kilgrave from Jessica Jones? What if he just can't help it? You're trying to defend him by comparing him to Kilgrave? Great logic, Elise. No, I see. People like Jim Jones, Sun Moon, the guys behind all those old sex. They didn't manipulate people, people fell in line behind them. They were charismatic, lovable, despite everything they said being total bullshit. Just like real major religions where people just believe whatever the leaders tell them no matter how unreasonable it is. And politicians and lawyers, people who have no outstanding ideas or decent arguments, but they have such raw charisma that people blindly believe whatever they say. He's not a maniac. He's a dynamic leader, and he can't control it. So why aren't we listening to him? Ah, hey, what was that for? Drake, don't hit him. Ah, 
God damn it, Drake, why twice? To prove a point. When did any of us listen to authority? So what are we supposed to do about those people? I mean, if they're all following him, what can we do? They have to listen to him. They'll stop if he tells them to, if he really means it. We just have to get him there. So we have to go in there? Are you nuts? You don't. We will. You guys, stay here. Drake, back me up. Whatever. Oh my god, it's a madhouse in here. Just like real religion. Where is he? Norville? Norville! What? Who's there? What's going on? Help me! Help yourself, Norville. They're listening to you. Make them listen. Be Kilgrave. What are you talking about? Who's Kilgrave? (sighs) Out of my way, fangirl. Greenenbachin, you're being a dumbass. They're listening to what you say, so stop being such a dumbass and get them to calm down. I'm trying! They won't listen! It's just like last time! Then don't tell them to stop. They listen to you when you have something to say, so say something. I... Oh, this was my fault again. Get your ass on the ball and get them under control. I'll try. Uh, uh, everyone, just please calm down. If you don't like the movie, then just go home. It's not that hard to turn a blind eye to stuff that isn't to your taste instead of ruining it for everyone else. Hey, you were the first one to diss it. And I was quiet about it. Maybe I'd just walk out. Why hurt other people over something you don't like? What the hell are we supposed to do? I... uh, I don't know. Go home and complain about it on the internet or or something. That's easier than tearing this place apart, isn't it? That actually does sound like a better idea. I was getting pretty tired of carrying this club around. I've already thought of a witty little title for my review. Penis! Uh... How did that work? What happened? They were listening to you when you led them in one direction. You couldn't stop the ball. You set it rolling, so you changed its course. They'll trash the movie all over the internet now, but, well, it's the internet. Oh. Maybe if I'd known that last time, no one would've gotten hurt. Maybe no one would've died. No shit. Not helping. What just happened? We fixed the problem, Mike. He fixed it. Really? Yep. Looks like you owe someone an apology. No, no, I get it. I would have thought the same thing. The real question is, what do I do now? The possibilities are endless. You're right. I... I can do anything. I can help people. Thanks. Thanks so much. Do you think that was such a good idea? Who the hell cares? How does it feel? A little better. Thanks for the piece. (laughs) It's all I had in my freezer. I make everything else fresh. What about those pizza rolls? I watch a lot of tasty videos on Facebook. Oh. They're homemade. That's something you're doing right. I guess so. I should be good enough to walk soon. Then I'll get out of your way. I'll walk you to the car. Is Huey still your driver? He's still in Connecticut. I came by taxi. (laughs) Charged through Anita? Denise is my assistant now. Uh, Anita got another job somewhere else. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I know she was good working with you. She's looking up for her career. I can't blame her. But you were sad, right? People come and go in life, Lawrence. That's what I was trying to tell you. Friends, co-workers, they all leave. 
So what's the point of getting attached? My whole family was actually the one thing that stuck together. But then you left. <laughs> that just proves my point, doesn't it? I know, Dad. I'm sorry I disappeared like that. Thank you. I think I'm fine now. I'll help you outside. Thanks, son. Sandra. Oh, Sandra. damn, I must have left my phone Sandra. on the table. Sandra. San that was your mother. She's probably wondering how it's going. She's here? Yeah, she's back at the hotel. Alright, I think I'm all set. Shall we? Actually, Dan? I, th I think I'll stay up here. Really? Yeah. You, uh, seem to be walking fine. Oh. Right. You were gonna get me to come with you, weren't you? Kill me into getting in the cab, make me take you back to your hotel room, and force me to see Mom again. I'd never be able to look her in the eye and tell her I wouldn't come home. She was your ace, wasn't she? You tripped on purpose. You were doing your thing again. You were manipulating me. Identify the steps. Thought so. See ya, Dad. Lawrence. It's Larry! My name is Larry, and I'm not going back to Yale, so you can just shut up and leave! You're wasted here. I spent so long teaching you. I taught you everything about how to get what you wanted. But what was that, Dad? Huh? You spent so much time teaching me how to get what I wanted, but you never let me figure out what it was. I got perfect grades, aced every test, took every extra class because it would help me get what I wanted, but it never worked. That's why I was so... angry. That's why you put me on the pills. Because I never knew what I wanted. I was doing what you wanted. Please, I- That's why I left. You wanted to know why? That's why. I was- I, I was sat in a goddamn lecture at Yale, listening to my professor, talking about international trade, and I realized not one person in the entire class had my phone number. No one. No one would have noticed if I left or died in my chair because I had no one who I actually took the time to connect with. I finally figured out what I wanted, Dad. And it was people. Friends. A family that cared about me. For me. Not some legacy. And I knew I wouldn't get it at Yale or your company. Whose speed dial numbers are one and two, Dad? Your office? Denise? Your wife's number is three! Number fucking three! What does that say? I'd never get the friends and the people that I wanted living the life you set up for me. So I identified my steps. I walked out of that lecture hall, and no one even noticed. I left. I came here with nothing. But look at me. Look at me. I have friends now, Dad. People who care about me. I have a life here. And I'm happy. And now that I'm actually happy, you want me to come home because I didn't turn out exactly like you wanted me to? Well, good luck, Dad. Because I've already got what I want. Okay? Is that... Did you even hear me? Say something! Say... something. Just consider it. The offer never expires. I'll keep it in mind. I'm sorry. I... I didn't realize this meant so much to you. You really didn't. I'm sorry. Larry. 
Hey, Dad. When you come into someone's home uninvited, it's common etiquette to bring banana bread. In other news, today's Cityville City Hall will inaugurate our newest mayor, Norville Greenenbachen. For those of you who don't know, two weeks ago Mr. Greenenbachen was released from jail and immediately went into activism, supporting local worker unions and small businesses, focusing on eliminating wage gaps between genders and ethnicities. At a public rally last week, he was quoted as saying, There are times that I think anyone in our city could do better as mayor. Hell, even I could do better as mayor. Unbeknownst to him, Mayor Pullman happened to be driving by, and about an hour later he announced at a press conference that he would resign from office and declare by executive order that Mr. Greenenbachen would serve the remainder of his term. We now go live to Mayor Greenenbachen's inauguration speech outside Cityville City Hall. Um, I, I don't think I did this right. Two weeks ago, he almost destroyed this place, and now he's mayor. I really didn't think this year would start off this way. Maybe he'll do a good job. Maybe. He certainly seemed confident. It is kind of our fault that he's the mayor now, isn't it? I want to say the Arnie movie shared some of the blame. That was just sad. I mean, who thought that the world could be so easily swayed by someone writing negative things on the internet? Yep. There goes the Oscar nom. One screening here, and it goes from a 9.7 to a 2.3 in four days. It's like fucking Rotten Tomatoes in here. Yeah, that was a nice bunch of random numbers in that sentence. What? Oh, hi, Larry. Morning, Mike. Andy. Sup? Did you hear? Norville Greenenbachen is mayor now. Really? Good for him. Maybe he'll be able to do something about all the gang activity downtown. Hey, um, guys. Mind if I ask you something? Uh, yeah. Sure thing. What's fun around here? What? (laughs) Like, fun. Stuff to do. I've lived in Cityville for five years, and I've never done anything fun. Uh, I don't know, actually. That's kind of depressing. Uh, there used to be an arcade in the mall. Man, it should not be this hard to think of something fun. I I mean, I looked around on my jog, and I saw this old mini-golf course a few blocks away from the park. It's still open, I think. Minigolf's fun, right? Yeah, I think so. The one with the clown hole, right? (laughs) Oh my god, you had to bring that up, didn't you, you fuck? (laughs) Alright, minigolf. Guys feel like a round of minigolf sometime? Oh yeah, I'd be down for that, sure. Me too. Sounds fun. Great. Oh, Pete! Pete! Hey, feel like joining us for some minigolf sometime? As long as it's not on company time, sure. Does minigolf just count as regular golf for you, Pete? No, regular golf is just a triathlon. Triathlon? Never leave your ball in the water traps, Mike. That's how they get you. What's this about balls and traps? Mini-golf! Yes or no? Hell yeah! How about you, Carrie? Ray? Drake? Sure! I've got my dad's old putter! You'll have to drug me first. Kind of expected that from you, Drake. (laughs) What brought this on, Larry? (laughs) Friends even need a reason? I guess not.
Ugh. <laughs>